You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Let's uh, speed up a little bit, try to get through these wide receivers and tight ends. All right. Steve, who's your wide receiver? Okay, this is a guy I... I didn't know if I was going to be all out on the Tampa Bay wide receiver core or not. But then when I started seeing like in best ball drafts early this offseason, I was seeing like Chris Godwin and Mike Evans going like in the 30s, like the wide receiver 30s. And I don't even know if at that time I knew who the quarterback was going to be. But I was just like, it's Mike Evans. It's Chris Godwin. How, how are they going this low? But I know we've barely seen anything. And I don't trust Baker Mayfield and I don't trust preseason snaps. But Baker in the preseason, in, in his preseason starts, has actually looked pretty good. He uh, And he's done that without Mike Evans and barely any Chris Godwin. He, he's been 14 out of 15 this preseason with a 93% completion percentage and 135 quarterback rating. Don't draft Baker Mayfield. This isn't about Baker. It's about Chris Godwin. Uh, Chris Godwin, in limited action in the preseason with Baker, he ran just five routes. On those five routes, four targets, four receptions, 30 yards, and a touchdown. I just think we're going to see a ton of volume go towards Chris Godwin. This is not going to be a good team. I think there's a good chance Chris Godwin catches 100 balls this year. Now, it might only be like 100 for like 900 yards receiving. I, like, I don't yeah. know if he's going to be able to get a ton of yards after the catch in this offense. But Is I he going want... to be the uh, Deontay Johnson of 2023? You, are you looking at my my bullet points here? I'll, I'll, I'm sorry. You... <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's literally what I was going to say. I was like, he'll probably be this year's Deontay Johnson, but there's no way he gets zero touchdowns. Like what Deontay Johnson did last year, you can't – it just doesn't get repeated. Like I don't even think there's an example of that ever happening. Um, I think one time Keyshawn Johnson – way back in the day, caught like 99 passes and scored no touchdowns, or he might have scored like one. Um, but no, I think he'll be probably a version like Deontay Johnson was last year. Um, close to a thousand yards, you know, a hundred catches. Um, but I still think he'll get more touchdowns than Deontay got. So I think he's going to be Baker Mayfield's safety blanket. Um, I, I get the downside. We've seen what Baker did to OBJ and DJ Moore. Um, but I'm I'm just hopeful that that won't happen to Chris Godwin and where he's going in drafts. He's just one of those guys I trust, and he's going so late that that he's a guy that I'm in on is like your third wide receiver, you know, or possibly a flex. There's a uh, wide receiver dead zone, and I think you know because you have Michael Pittman. So so I'm looking at I'm looking at where Chris Godwin is going. Okay. You after Deontay Johnson and Tyler Lockett's off the board, you have Christian Kirk, Chris Godwin, Brandon Ayuk, Michael Pittman, Mike Evans, George Pickens. Um, you know, those guys, like you're looking at all those guys, you're like, well, like Chris Godwin kind of stands out, you know, from a talent perspective, right? And in those situations, like you kind of just want to go with the talent, especially because, you know, if you need a wide receiver, just go with the guy who is talented because they could exceed expectations or they have a good chance of exp exceeding expectations, especially when everyone is so, so low on that offense. And I, and I agree. I like what I saw out of Baker. Um, right. You know, I think he could, he could, they could be just fine in terms of at least getting his receivers the ball. And, and, you know, his ADP is, you know, 67 wide receiver 26, but I think depending on your league, I think he goes later than that. Yeah. In a lot of leagues. I think a lot of, especially home leagues, they just think Baker Mayfield and they think I'm not touching him. And he just, and he, I think he'll fall in a lot of drafts. One of the most unsexy picks you can make. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good say. way to put it. And, and, you might, and when, you might... you're in a home, when you're in a home league, like 
you like sexy because you want to show off your friends. You, <laughs> you know, want like, you want a reaction. Squad. Yeah, you want a reaction. Squad, when you, you know. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, and you might wonder like, why not Mike Evans? Like, you look at the way that Chris Godwin has produced over his career. It's just the volume and the target, you know, demanding that he does every single season. So it's like, why not Mike Evans? I think Mike Evans is not going to reach a thousand yards this season. I don't think he's going to really <laughs> sniff it. I think I'm looking at like 800 yards, 900 ish as his ceiling, but. Chris Godwin, yeah, 100%. You talk about the volume that he has. I'm not in on the Buccaneers offense at all, like you said, but still, like you That's can't deny take. the value that he has. <laughs> it's a bold take, Zach. Yeah. I, I, was, I, was, I was wondering, though, like, is, is this going to be a, a poor man's version of the Seahawks last year, right, where everybody was just down in the offense, and then I all of a sudden you're like, it, oh. I think it could be. I, it won't reach that level, but I think it's I don't think so going to surprise a little bit. I think so. Right. Zach? Who's your wide receiver? And don't tell me Mike Evans. No, I'm going to keep it snappy here. With I'm going to stay in the same division. And I'm going to go with Chris Olave. You know, he smashes just those benchmarks that you use to project success among second-year wide receivers. His ADOT was the third highest in the NFL among wide receivers with 75 or more targets last year. And his air yard share, 37.8%. Target share, 24.3%. Just dominant numbers, indicative of a ridiculously high ceiling in 2023. And let's just not forget to mention that his yards per route run led all, all rookies by a long shot. That was 249 I saw 2.42 some other different places, but it, it's high. It's very high. Let's just put it that way. That was with Andy Dalton and James Winston at quarterback. I'm going to continue to push the Derek Carr mid agenda, just as I have this whole time. But I didn't start calling him side Carr for nothing. He's a really good quarterback to support a top tier wide receiver. He did it with Devontae Adams last season in Las Vegas. Here's another nugget. Alex Caruso on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if you guys saw this one. But seven wide receivers have registered over 2.25 yards per route run in their rookie year. Alave was one of them. And all the other receivers who already played their second season, the other receiver in last year's draft class who did that was Christian Watson. All of them finished as top seven in PPR points per game in their second year in the NFL. That was Odell, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson. That's some really good company to be in. And he has no high-quality competition in the receiving game to fight against. I don't care what anybody says about Michael Thomas. At this point, I've seen enough. He's not going to come back and suddenly look like it was – what year is that, 2019, Michael Thomas? I can't even remember. You know, it's been that long. He was targeted, Chris Olave, 112 times in his rookie year. That's the bottom line for what we should expect in 2023. You saw the way Derek Carr peppered Devontae Adams. He had 169 targets last year. I'm expecting very, not necessarily 169 targets, but we're going to see a huge uptick in targets for Chris Olave. Derek Carr is going to do his thing and just get the ball to the guy that should be getting it, and that's Chris Olave. He, he's like one of the most, you know, when you look at the numbers, when you look at the ability, he's one of the most obvious breakout candidates who could potentially, you know, just way exceed expectations, right? Him, Garrett Wilson, right? And Garrett Wilson, you know, he's more obvious because of the fact that he has Aaron Rodgers. But I think yeah. people are still kind of sleeping on Chris Olave and, and his high-end ability to finish as a wide receiver one this year. Yeah, and I – what were you calling him, sidecar? Is that yes, the, Derek Sidecar. That's what I, he does. He's the sidecar. <laughs> I feel like I've been a closet Derek Carr fan like oh, for a, a while. Oh, and, and, and I mean it as far as like, I think he's a good leader. This is not fantasy take. This is just, I think he's a, a quarterback players want to play for. And I don't know about you. This is, again, there's no data behind what I'm about to say. 
he just looks pissed and he looks like he's been hit in the weight room and he looked good in the preseason. I feel yeah. like this offense, I, I didn't know how to feel about this offense, uh, this off season, but it was nice to see in the preseason, like everybody looked good. Carr looked good, spreading the ball around uh, another, you know, Jawan Johnson, Chris, a all these, even Michael Thomas was catching some passes. Kamara looked refreshed. I think this offense I'm buying into this offense as a whole. And I think Chris Olave is an elite, you know, talent that's ascending. And again, you, you just listed all those stats with Andy Dalton and um, uh, James Winston. Say what you want about Carr. I think he's better than those two quarterbacks. So uh, oh, I agree yeah. with everything you had to say. Huge, huge upgrade. I, I don't yeah. even think it's a, a little bit. I think it's huge. Um, yeah, so it, it I, I, I do love it. Um, I, I want to move into my wide receiver, my guy. And, you know, I love Chris Olave. Um, you know, we mentioned a guy, Deontay Johnson, also at his price. Uh, I'm really liking him, especially from what I've seen out of Kenny Pickett so far this offseason. But Jordan Addison is my wide receiver, my guy. And I really like Addison coming out. I'm finding him on a lot of my teams lately. Like, I'm realizing after doing a bunch of drafts that Addison's my guy. Like, that's how I figured it out because I'm continually taking him everywhere. And I'm just excited about his role on a team that passed the ball at the third highest rate last year. This year, they're probably going to be number one or number two with the Chargers, right? Tampa was number one last year. That's not happening this year without Tom Brady. Uh, the Vikings were also one of the fastest teams in the NFL. So you get more plays, you get more routes run. They pass in every situation. Okay. They were top five when trailing. They were top five in neutral game scripts. And they even pass at the second highest rate when leading. Okay. So you don't have to worry about game script here for these pass catchers. Adam Thielen, he ran the second most routes of any wide receiver last year, right? Only second to teammate Justin Jefferson. And Jordan's Addison, Jordan Addison's now getting that role. He's an upgrade to what Thielen was at this point of his career. So he can do more with that role. So I really like Addison to be pretty much a lock as a top 36 wide receiver. Um, I do think he has top 24 upside, even as a rookie, uh, you know, sharing the field with Justin Jefferson. And it's worth noting here that with all the attention on Jefferson, Addison is going to get a lot of single coverage. He's going to be open a lot. Okay, let's remember the type of prospect he was too, right? He broke out at 18. He was a first-round wide receiver. Those two factors combined gives him an extremely high chance of being a very good wide receiver in the, in the NFL and potentially even having wide receiver one finishes at some point in his career. So the numbers are on his side. Uh, the tape is on his side. He, he has a great landing spot opposite Justin Jefferson, and I love his price where he's going right now. So I am finding him a lot of my teams this year. Hey, I got a question for you for us with, with Addison. Cause I, I really like Addison as well. Um, so a friend of mine was doing a draft yesterday and we were texting back and forth. I was helping him with his draft. He took Justin Jefferson first overall or second overall actually in this league. And it was like, I don't know, round eight or something like that. Yeah. And Jordan Addison's sitting there. <laughs> and like the options were Marquise Brown, Antonio right. Gibson, um, Samaj P. Ryan, Cortland Sutton, you know, some of those players. And I was like, I don't usually like to just grab two wide receivers for the same team, but I told him to do it. I was like, <laughs> at, at the very least, because I like him so much, you know, right. and I was like, at the very least, 
he's going to be tradable at some point this season. I think, you know, you'll have For a choice. Sure. So I don't know. I, would you have done that? Would you have gone somewhere else with that? But no, I, I would have done that too, because and especially given the names that you just listed, it was just gross. And yeah. Yeah. you know, he, he just has the most <laughs> upside and it's a value play at that point too. Right. Yeah. Like if you know that you can trade in your league and people are willing to trade in your league, I think a lot of the times, like I'd rather just like buy as much value as possible in drafts yeah. later on, especially, um, and you know, hope for the best, you know, and he's startable with Justin Jefferson. It's not like, you know, you, you have to leave him on your bench when you, whenever you start Justin yeah. Jefferson, you're going to start him every week. Um, and Jordan Addison is, he's like I said, he's potentially in line to run, you know, top five number of routes, raw number of routes, you know, in the league this year, as long as he stays healthy. So, yeah, it's it's a situation where, you know, especially around that range. So, like, the guys who are going around that range I'm looking at right now, you know, if I did grab Je- Je- um, Justin Jefferson and, like, Pat Fryermuth is there, I might go with him. Yeah. I might go with, uh, you know, Khalil Herbert, kind of like him a little bit, Jahan Dotson. But now with the injury to um, to uh, Terry McLaurin, you know, it's possible that Jahan Dotson ends up not being there at all. Uh, Elijah Moore. Zay Flowers, those are guys you consider, I think, if you drafted yeah. Justin Jefferson, yeah. um, if those guys are on the board. But now, overall, I think he's, he's a great pick at that spot. Now, the, the problem with this was I was getting just screenshots showing about eight, 10 players at a time, you know? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I don't know, right. like, if there were still some other players that I could have recommended. And well, it, you like, know what? I mean, it was a one-minute clock. Reach, <laughs> yeah, you also don't want to reach like crazy because you never yeah. know. Like, with your next pick, you could potentially get the, the guy you would have said, right? Yeah. To reach to yeah. reach for. So oh, for know. sure. For sure. Yep. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 